everybody. Welcome to another episode of Megasheened, your podcast for all geeky, gay things from a Black geek perspective. Nick is still traveling, but the show will always go on because we have a special guest with us today. Name is AJ, sometimes known as my little brother, sometimes known as trouble starter and up in Vegas, all the great things. He um, loves everything, Janet. He loves geeky things and uh, comic things. So we're gonna talk today. He also has a podcast called The Velvet Rope. And, and, and you can guess why it's called The Velvet Rope, but I'll, I'll, I won't say anything else. I'll turn it over to AJ. AJ, how are you doing? <laughs> I am. I'm hanging in there. I'm, I'm hanging in there. Uh, a little immobile. Uh, <laughs> you know, as we were talking before, I went, uh, I went to my sister's birthday party and trying to be cute and uh, sprain my ankle in my boots, my left ankle. So I'm a little immobile right now. And it sucks because I hate that. And people... People like myself that are that love to dance and just love to exercise, we know if our ankle, like fuck our arms, but if our if our legs, any part of our legs get hurt, it's like the end of the world because yeah. it, it sucks because you can't really move. But other than that, I'm 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 good. <laughs> you know, sometimes you know fashion is fashion costs, you know. It, it, yes. It, that's something that we all know. We all know, you know, we, we gays know how it is. We'll do what we gotta do. Yes. <laughs> as us black gays, we will always make it through. So that's right. <laughs> so yes, we're gonna we're just gonna be chatting and talking today a little bit about some Janet, a little bit about some more combat because you know that came out and mm-hmm. it ha- it has broke records. It, 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 you know, and I was a little surprised. I'll be honest, I was surprised because I was like, are people going to really turn into this? Now, you know, we were going to turn into it because, you know, we mm-hmm. like a little action and fighting. We had, you know, some of our faves up in there. And then we just had, a, 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 how can I say this without being rude? We had a nice buffet of some Asian bays up in this movie. So it was, you know, it was nice to see, you know, some Louis Tan, you know, uh, you know, to see all them show off, give us a little bit of taste. You know, I have to say Sub-Zero, <laughs> you, just, you just named the place and you can come get it. But, you know, besides that, we're gonna talk a little about that. We're gonna talk about some of the Marvel movies that are coming out because mm. Marvel has been kicking ass up on their TV shows lately. You know, we've been talking about WandaVision and everything for the, for the longest. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier just wrapped up. We talked about that mm-hmm. last time. But, you know, we got Loki coming up. We got other things. So we're going to talk a little bit about the movies. And that's about it. So, you know, I'm glad AJ's here with us today, you know, after a little calls with fashion. But we're going to, you know, we, we also share a love for many things, but especially Janet. And... AJ loves Janet probably more than most people that I know. Uh, and, you know, some I mean, I have just about every, I have a copy of just about every concert except the Janet tour. So, I mean, you know, I've seen her twice, uh, got every album, even the first two, the remix albums. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yes, yes. And, you know, there's been some new pictures circulating. Mm hmm. And you know, you know, the children are hungry because we, you know, you can't show us these pictures and we can't help but to think 
something's coming. And we know when when we when mother leaks picture, well not leaks, when she puts out pictures and it's directly from her where she's holding the phone, that's a clue for us fans that, yep, she's coming. She's coming. And it's time because we know we're supposed to get the black diamonds stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And then you know, COVID hit. We're like, okay, And you but know what's so funny know. is she did her interview a month before COVID happened. I remember like it was yesterday, she did her interview on Jimmy Fallon, looking mm-hmm. amazing, yeah. tents was up, had the poetic justice braids, you know, looking flawless. And she had officially announced on Jimmy Fallon that it was the world tour. Mm-hmm. And a month later, COVID happened. And you know, a lot of us was devastated because you know, I was excited because I know she's been she did like a you know a little mini tour before and I missed it when mm-hmm. she came through Los Angeles because I really wanted to see it. Now I've been fortunate. I I saw Rhythm Nation. I my friends and I lied. She came to Memphis way back in the day and we were in summer school. We kind of snuck out of summer school, went on down to Memphis. You know, we, we got in trouble for it, but it was worth it. Uh, <laughs> so, so Vanessa, you went to Baltimore to see Direction <laughs> and the Big Fun. <laughs> we did, well, see, well, our family, our, our parents knew we were going, but they didn't know we were going to skip school to be in Memphis all day. Because Memphis is two hours away. We were going to leave around, we go to, the concert was at 8 we were able to leave around, you know, we could leave at three. The mm-hmm. summer school was like up to two. So we were like, we could leave around three, get there in time. But we wanted to go to the mall. We wanted to be seen, you know, you mm-hmm. go and do all this fun stuff first. You know, we were already young. And some of us, well, I think two of us was 15. <laughs> so it was like, we shouldn't even be doing all this. But uh, Michael, well, I'll say Tammy, you know, Tammy had the car. So we were able to go. We went, showed Just out. Nice like, Vanessa. And then some one of the teachers called. They was like, "Oh, we did, you know, we just noticed that Victor, Taffy, Tammy, all them was in here today. Just want to see what everything." I was like, "Why are they calling about summer school? Summer school ain't official. Like, it, you know, we were like, summer school is not like the official school. Why y'all right. calling like that?" But you know, yeah, we got grounded. Yeah, we did get grounded. Tammy couldn't drive for a week. Um, and I couldn't drive either. I was driving, but my mom was like, you can't, no, no. But it was worth it though. Yeah, it was. It was funny though, because my, my mom and everybody, uh, they all worked together. So they were like, wait, I thought y'all was just grown, but I guess I won't be driving this car this week. So we all had to pay mm. cars, but it was worth it. I bought me a 1814 pin. I had a hat. All my little money I made at McDonald's. <laughs> Went to, I blew it all on Janet's stuff. I, I don't, I think I only have like the uh, program um, or the little tour book. I can't think of the tour book, but mm-hmm. I don't have anything up. And I hate that I lost those things. But uh, I always say when you go to a concert, any concert you go to, you always want to get the program or the tour book because that's like the most collectible item right there other than the t-shirts, you know, and the jackets because the last two shows I went to see Janet was The Rock With You was my first one. Mm-hmm. And I got to see State of the World um, after she had the baby. And I made sure I get a program for both. Um, 
And so, yeah, any concert I've gone to, I've always gotten a, a program because that's to me, that's that's where you can really look through and just you just start reminiscing. And, you know, it's it's always fun to have. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's and, it, you know, I remember another th Janet thing that me and my other friend who loves Janet so much. When I lived in Ithaca, New York, Janet was going to be on the um, no, the Good Morning America show. Mm -hmm. And um, we knew it's going to be smack early in the morning. So you had to be there around like five. You want to get at mm -hmm. this spot. So I, so Ithaca was three hours away from um, New York City. And my friend already lived in New York City. So we made the plan. I was going to come there. And so I left. The bus ro constantly rotated, you know, to come pick up students, take them to New York all the time. I got on that bus around like a, like around 11.30 or midnight or whatever, got down there, Got we got down to the spot. I can't remember where we were supposed to be, but we got there. Mm -hmm. We were one and the funny thing was, we were not the first. We were like, got there, it was three in the morning. There were already a hundred people there. I'm like, you know oh, yeah. Like you hoes. So we got there, we got to see Janet. Um, that was when she released, I think the 20 year Oh, 20YO. Okay, I remember that. I remember seeing that, that episode. Was, yeah. And, um, she had on the all white and the fur. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah. And I was just like, this is amazing. Got to see her up close. And mm. I was like, you know, and she was, you know, being very modest. We're all screaming and cheering. My friend up her crying <laughs> and all that stuff. So it was just really fun to see that. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for, I want a new album. I want videos. Mm -hmm. I want a new tour. And then she had the audacity to take a picture of herself in split. So I'm like, okay, you training, you get there, you reminding the girls that you are still the blue. She still got it. And I'm like, yeah, you yeah, you do remind her. Let everybody know. Because everybody knows that she is the blueprint. You know, everybody knows that she had shows. Beyonce was down there, you know, watching her. Beyonce, um, Britney, Britney. All of them. Sierra, all, all the girls. All yeah, the Sierra, girls. Um, Tonight, and it's it's about her. Yeah. It's been it's been said countless, countless times. You look at other girls' videos, you see, you know, either a move that is similar to what Janet has done or something Janet has done. Cassie did it in the me and you video that looks like Pleasure Principle. Britney's video stronger with the chair routine, just like Janet's Miss You Much. But I will say, you know what? I've seen quite a few tributes to Janet. And the best one I've ever seen, hands down, will always be pink with the miss you much at the icon. Cause that 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 white girl showed, bitch, I got some black up in me somewhere. Cause can't no white girl dance like that. Cause that is that's impressive as hell. Yeah, uh, that, that was good. I remember I was like, look at I didn't know. I, I remember watching it and I and we were like, we didn't know pink had it like this. You and know, that was when but, pink first came out. So we didn't yeah. really know much about her. Yeah, you know, we you know, we knew that, you know, she had her that one album and then she mm -hmm. came back with a little bit of rock. We were like, okay, a little versatile here. But when she did that, I was like, okay, she's not playing. She takes it seriously. You know that Janet was an influence to her. And you know, if people don't know, you need to know Janet is pretty much why these girls even exist, to be honest with you. And then you know what? People yeah. have to thank Janet because it's because of the sorted Super Bowl incident is why we have YouTube now. So she pretty much is the staple for YouTube. Yeah. But you know, like you said, I mean I 
I'm always excited when Janet puts out new music. I'm excited to hear that a new album is coming because it, for me, it gets the it gets the gears going in my mind to think, okay, what's the sound gonna be like? Because her sound is always so different. She's one of those artists that rarely samples other artists' music. And when she does, it's usually a sample of something from years ago that you forgot or a sample you've never heard of. But at least with her, she is one of the originals. And um, she always has a great team behind her, you know, Jimmy and Terry and, um, you know, Missy and just, just a whole bunch of people. And there really is no one like her. There really is no one like her. I mean, the closest we have to Janet and back in the day, I'm gonna just say it was Michael. That was the closest we had to Janet because he was her sibling and they were so much alike. And, you know, I always I always felt there was some kind of competitive nature between them because she had sold out albums. He had sold out albums. I think the only thing Michael did kind of beat her in is the tour aspect because he did stadiums more than arenas. And anybody that's seen Michael's shows, every seat in that stadium down to the floor is yeah. packed to yeah. the point where people are getting carried out for fainting just for, just for him standing there. Yeah, he would, you know, I wish I was able to see, I never saw Michael before, I never saw Prince before, I, I wish I was able to see that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he would give you shows, and he just knew he was giving you, like, he, the, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. But I would never forget, and we always, I think we always post, you, you see it everywhere, on every Janet, Facebook, whatever page is out there, you will always see that clip of when Janet did her concert, and she just stood there for five minutes. And oh, in the crowd, Velvet Rope, yes, yep. right yep. when the end of If, and she just looks and she turns her head very slowly. She's got that stern look on her face, and she unbuttons that that jacket and just hits that last little number, and bam, it was over. I was like, damn, damn. Was, I love it. I love that she was just looking. Everybody was just. I would have lost my mind probably if I was there. I would have just been like, just lost it because <laughs> the energy that she puts out, just when she did that little thing um, at uh, Good Morning America, we were all just like, okay, we need it. We, we were like, can you just do two more songs? And, you know, cause we were like, I think she did do something a little extra um, just because she was like, you know, we all out here and everything else. But when I saw, uh, Rhythm Nation, I almost, I didn't know what to think. I was just like, I have never seen anything like this in my entire life. I was all ready to go. I remember I went to the, um, the not the Salvation Army, but I went to like a, a, a thrift store and bought like this, this, this um, general jacket. Cause I had like these, you know, back then MC Hammer pants was big. So I had like these mm -hmm. um, olive color MC Hammer pants that matched the jacket. Have a little 1814 pen, went to school with that, my black turtleneck. I was like, this is my 1814 because it was just so much. So mm -hmm. I am so excited that we will see, you know, something's coming. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, I know, and I, I do feel like Missy probably already knows. I feel like Missy's going to do something on this album. Oh, yeah. Missy, I'm sure Missy knows because they're close friends. I'm sure Sierra knows, you know, because we've seen pictures of Sierra's son and her son at Disneyland, which is so cute. And, you know, I, I just want to say, I think her son, Janet's son, it will take him a long time to realize what an icon his mom is. 
and the impact she's made not only in the music world but just in the world in general because just like michael's kids they understand even though to them he was just dad but they understand the impact he had on people you know the humanitarianism and um i think it's amazing and it's and people have people have wondered why i named my podcast the Vogue rope even though Ironically, there is another podcast called Velvet Rope, but mine is The Velvet Rope because The Velvet Rope is my favorite album of Janet. Ironically, it's her most personal. It's so her it's very dark, but it's real, you know, and I wanted to hence my background, it gives you I want to give people access because I always say when you go to museums and you go to clubs, you see these velvet ropes to where places you can't really get into and you want to know what is behind that velvet rope. Can I just cross that threshold? So now I want to give people the access to cross that threshold with me. It's no judgment. We say any and everything. I've had my guests say, you know, can I curse? It's the internet. You can curse. I don't give a shit. I always tell people this is not for kids. Have them leave the room, put your headphones on, whatever. Because we about to get real, you know, but I mean, it's it's fun. I love it. We're going into season three as of next month. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have not to toot my own horn, not to sound cocky, but I'm just so excited because I have guests lined up into August, which is oh, amazing. That's you know, good. I, you know, I don't want to spill too much tea, but you're going to see um, a former Rue girl who is very well known in LA. Um, I have um, two of the stars from Chasing Dallas uh, that's gonna come on. We're gonna dish the tea on that. I mean, people know, and you know as well, when you do a podcast on entertainment, you have to be well indulged into pop culture. You have to watch a lot of TV. You have to watch, you know, a lot of movies. You have to read a lot of magazines. You got to read a lot of blogs, you know, and you really got to know your stuff and it's not easy, but it's fun. It is. It is fun. And it's funny because when you mentioned you, got, you have a Rue girl coming out, it, it reminded me of when we did go see the girls way back. Remember, we went to go see, it was like Morgan Michaels, all them. Those pictures came up like two two or three days ago, my Facebook memories. Yeah, it was like, I think it was like the second season. Was it the second season? It was season two. Um, yeah. Morgan, Raven, yeah. Chad Michaels was there, Mayhem. Yeah. You and I took a picture with Morgan. Yeah. Eric, it was Eric's birthday weekend. So he got on stage and did the blowjob shot. And <laughs> oh my God, that was, and that was our first time all of us actually meeting. Yeah, to, that, meeting was, one that was a good time. Yeah. Now, again, people may not know that AJ and I, we, we, we know each other for years and we've oh. had fun. We, um, we had a good time. We went well, way, way in, I forget, what was it, Sacramento? We went somewhere. Had a big night with all the, the black gays. We all stayed in one big fancy house and just had a good time. It was um uh it was at Frank's house in like the Riverside area. Yeah, it was a good yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, it was, so, yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah, we've known each other. Ooh, we Over met when years. I was 20. Yeah. And I'm 32 yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, 13 years ago. Literally. 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. And Eric and I, we still, we talk every now and again. Um, yeah. And anytime he and I get on the phone, we always say it's like the view. It's like Joy and Whoopi getting on the phone, just 
gabbing away. And we talk so much shit about any and everything. <laughs> now, speaking of some talking some shit, let's talk about what you was, you was excited about this and I was remembering your hype about it. Mortal Kombat, mm. new movie came out. Um, yes, I saw yes. the 95 version back in college. Um, we saw it, you know, I didn't play the game, but everybody around me did. And so we went in, you know, and I had to get corrected because I I mentioned Chung Lee and it was like, girl, Chung Lee franchise. It's in uh Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Like, <laughs> but I knew what you were mentioning. You were you're yeah. thinking of Sonya, but you said yeah, Chung Lee. I was, you know, but I was like, no, but I was like, you know, Chung Lee to me. Cause Sonya Blade is a little bit boring compared to Chung Lee. Like Chung Lee had a story, and you know you were trying to help her because she has to avenge her father and all them, yeah. <laughs> and all that. And but you know, they're kind of similar in a way because if you look at, not not to get you away from MK, but if you look at Street Fighter Two the animated series, Chung Lee mm-hmm. kind of works for like a CIA type of uh, corporation, you know, and Sonya works for Special Forces, which was oh, like okay. an army type of. Uh, uh, military CIA type of covert ops type of thing. So they are they are somewhat similar, and um, you know. But with MK, um, yeah, I am a huge huge fan. I have played all the games. I've seen uh, the two TV series, three actually. I should say the three series they had came out because they had Conquest. Mm-hmm. They had the animated series. They had um, the YouTube series Legacy. Um, which was more so kind of like backstories for the characters. I've seen, and I have the uh, Mortal Kombat Legends about Scorpion, which was very graphic, uh, which was done very well. Uh, and I've seen the first two movies. I have the first two movies. I've seen them countless times. Um, and this, with the new one, I just looked it up actually at the number because I've been watching the numbers for it. I'm so happy that it surpassed its budget. It is now at $57.5 million. So that's always a good sign. That means we will hopefully get some more sequels. Because if a movie doesn't pass its budget, we might not get a sequel. True. But um, I I loved it. I loved the movie. Um, I loved it because it was not trying to be like the, the 95 version. Because when you look at the 95 version, it it brought the video game to life. So with this one, it's a buildup because thanks to Marvel, it set the, the, the stage for movies can have their own cinematic like universe in a sense. So this one has its own universe because there are a lot of characters to show. There's lots of stories to tell. Um, with the first one, it, was, it mainly focused on Liu Kang. With this one, it focuses on Cole, who is a descendant of Scorpion. So that brings up a lot of questions like, you know, as you, you know, as you saw, okay, Scorpion is not really a bad guy per se, as we were led to believe he was actually a good guy. Sub-Zero has always been a bad guy, you know, Bihan, which is Sub-Zero for the game fanatics. No, Bihan is Sub-Zero who becomes Noob Saibot. Um, he was always evil in a sense. So now it brings up the question with Scorpion, is he gonna become evil because he's in the nether realm and he can't really control his power like he wants to? You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of speculation, but the con that I have for Mortal Kombat, I mean, as amazing as it was, because it gave that Japanese 
samurai feel type of story. The only takeaway I had was I didn't like how they did Natara and I didn't like Rico because Rico's backstory is he worked with Kano for the Black Dragon and so did Cabal. But those were my only two takeaways. I love how they did Goro. You know, it wasn't like a puppeteer. It was CGI, but it damn near looked real. And Goro had a little bit of personality too. Um, but overall, the movie, to me, a lot of people were hating on the movie. But I always say, you know, stop comparing it to the original. Don't compare it. This is brand new. It's fresh. You know, we've got, like you said, we got the, the Asian base. Like, they brought out, you know, they showed Asian men can be sexy. You know, and it, and the good thing is it was different types of Asians. We have, we've got the Asian, we've got the Chinese, we got Indonesian. Like it was, it was like you said, it was a buffet. It was amazing. You know, it was a good movie though overall. It was good. Yeah, it was. You know, I enjoyed it. You know, I was at first I was like, okay, so Cole, Cole, you're not really a character in in the series, but you know, that's okay because we always need. It's nice to have a different twist and things, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said before, Sub Zero, and the actor is, is Joe Talsman. Um, yep. Oh Lord. Um, and people, oh. people that follow Joe like I do, he is known for the Indonesian movie. Uh, well, in America, it's called The Raid. Mm. And if you haven't seen that movie, you have to watch it. The fighting is amazing. The action was off the hook. I mean. I remember the one fight team that they had in the movie, he kicked this guy and like this door was broken. So he kicked the door in, he kicked the guy, he pulls the guy down and the the wooden splinter goes right through the guy's head. I was like, damn, Lord. It was, you know, it, it, it's bloody, but it's I a good action movie. Out, but you know, he, he was fine. I was like, this is a very good looking villain here. And this is making it hard who I want to root for. But, you know, you know, and, you know, there were, I saw a lot of debates about, you know, Luke Kane and I was like, you know what, we can have both. We can still exactly. have Exactly. We all know he, he'll never be Robin Shue, but again, it's a fresh take on Mortal Kombat, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, we have to let some things, you know, go. Well, Just let it go. Both. But, you know, it was a fun movie. I, I did hear they're going to look into doing uh, maybe something about Sub-Zero mm-hmm. and all this good stuff. So, you know, that's, that's some good stuff. And also it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's more roles for more Asian actors that we hope to see. I want to see more um, Asian women in these roles. You know, I want to see more yeah. of that. Cause I feel like that was a little missing. Um, yeah. I can't remember her name, but the one with the, that mouth. Um, oh, uh, Melina played yeah, Melina. by uh, Sissy <laughs> Stranger. Yeah. She cracked me up when she um, stabbed Sonya and said, oh, is it, your blood is not worth it. I was like, I was like, look at her. Now people were ragging on her hair. I'm like, y'all, this is a demonic warrior. We, I don't think they think about things like we think about things. So let's mm-hmm. not. But see, I, I was just glad that they got the essence of Melina, Melina correct because mm-hmm. people people have to watch the movie over and over because you see Easter eggs. Like they show Katana's fan, and we mm-hmm. know Melina is a clone of. Katana. So hopefully we will see Katana in the next one now that Melina's dead. But we all know with the Mortal Kombat, nobody ever really dies. They always right. come back some way. But like you said, hopefully there will be Asian act more Asian women because um I know in Annihilation we had an Asian woman play Jade. Mm-hmm. Um even though 
uh, Taja Soto is not Asian descent, but she still did an excellent job as Katana. Hopefully we will have, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of her name. She played like the bad chick that whooped Chris Tucker's ass in, in Rush Hour 2. I would love to see her as Katana because she's someone who doesn't really speak much English, but she is an amazing fighter. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, I was wondering, yeah, I'm to mention that because I was wondering like, where's Katana at? Cause I saw the fan, I was like, wait a minute, where's she at? I was like, I, cause I remember mm -hmm. her. I was like, where's she at? And isn't there another one that has like, she has like multiple arms or something like that? Oh, Shiva, yeah. Shiva is, um, she is the, um, I forget what Kano's race is, uh, but she's part of that race. And hopefully, you know, and that's why I think the director set it up that way. When we see the end, we see the poster for Johnny Cage. So I think that's what it's going to set up for more characters come in. And, you know, like I said, with the Mortal Kombat game universe being so vastly big, full of characters, it opens up more room for more characters, a lot of our favorites to see. But again, I love that the first movie doesn't give you the tournament right away. It builds up to the tournament. You know what I mean? So it's kind of doing it the right way. And I heard, well, I read that the way this movie was done was how the 95 version was supposed to be, but they didn't think it would make much money because it was so, it would be so bloody the way it is now. So, I mean, it, it kind of worked out. Yeah, it, yeah, it did work out. And I'm really, you know, I, you know I'm hoping, I, I like, not every movie has to be super serious for me. So I, you know, I like a good, you know, let me sit down and eat some wing type of movie. Mm -hmm. um, and that was, it was fun. It was fun for what it was. It was. Um, it if was. you went in for the acting, all right. But, you know, you might not get all, you know, what you, like all the stuff you get from like, I don't know, uh, uh, Titanic, but you're going to get some action and you did get exactly. some action. And that's so, what the base of the movie is. You're going in for the action. You're going yeah. in to see, you know, the fighting, is it just like the video game? Because the director said, yeah, I'm giving you fatalities. I'm giving you blood and gore. And that's what we got. It was like the video game come to life. Yeah. Yeah, we saw it all. And I loved it. I loved, you know, seeing Sub-Zero really just show out. I'm like, mm -hmm. you are just, like, I, I'm had it with you. I was like, you are just- He didn't give fun. no fucks when it came uh -huh. to killing Scorpion's, uh, oh, Hanzo's family. He didn't care. He did not. So yeah, y'all, I haven't checked it out yet. Y'all need to watch the movie. It's a fun movie, you know, mm -hmm. watch it. You know, if you need to eat edible, you can do that too and watch it. <laughs> Whatever you need to get you through. Um, you know, it's fun. It's, it's a fun yep. movie. We got to the end of the month before yeah. it goes away. That's true. Now, uh, Marvel is, you know, it's still giving us high quality as always. And they have fit with this, they finished up, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier a couple of weeks ago. That's where we now have Captain America. Sam is now Captain America in his brand new suit made in Wakanda, uh, basically. Thank you for spoiling it. Thank you. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I have not. But oh. it's okay, though. I'm the type of person where I don't care if you spoil it for me because I'm still going to watch. And I happened to saw the picture on Instagram and I thought oh, it was amazing. Yeah, I didn't know it was made from from vibranium, but now I know it was made in Wakanda. But I still I still thought the suit was amazing, and mm -hmm. I love the fact that we have a black Captain America, mm -hmm. just like we've had a black Wonder Woman. So you know, I mean, we've had a black damn near everything with superheroes. So you know, yes. 
Well, yes, we're gonna see him. He will be, um, as they have promised, they will be, um, he will be acting as Captain America in future stuff. So I'm happy to know that. Um, also, you know, I think we talked about, we mentioned this before, but we're very happy that we got to see Sam and his cakes. So <laughs> we'll be, you know, seeing more of that as we keep going. Like, did we get, um, did they show like the, the full cheeks, like skin, or we got to see the silhouette? Oh, well, you can see the cakes in all his in his little costume. I'm like, they just oh, okay. I mean, I uh, I yeah, seen it in his uh, yeah, it's Disney. I it in, oh, I saw it in the Spike Lee movie. She hit yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in that movie, y'all haven't seen that movie. That's a a crazy movie, but it's, it's entertaining. You know, very mm. in it. All a lot of people, and especially that scene where he is um making his money. Um, helping out the women. With, uh, with Paula Jai Parker. Yeah, that was funny. That damn song. What mm. was it? Nigga, give it to me. Give it. Yes, honey. Oh my God. And he, when he I just stood there and they made him turn around and she said, now you know what it feels like to be a sexual object. And and if you pause it just right, you see a stink pick and a frat and it is very nice. Yes. yes. Um, Anthony Maggie is just, oh. Yeah, he oh. is fine. Yeah. And he is a Golden Girls fan. Yeah. Look at that, just like DMX. <laughs> that's, that shows you Golden Girls has, has spawned over to many generations. <laughs> but we now know that Marvel has some stuff coming out. Um, yeah. you know, this summer we got Black Widow. And are you looking forward to yes. Black Widow? I'm looking forward to I was glad that they pushed it up from the winter release to a summer release. And the fact that it's going to be on Disney Plus and in theaters, um, and uh, of course, you know, as I said on my show, I'm not paying the thirty dollars. I have my ways to get it. Um, but there are a few characters, there are a few actors and actresses that play characters that truly embody the character. Wesley Snipes embodied Blade for me. Um, um, Anthony Mackie embodied, uh, you know, Sam. Don Cheadle really embodied, embodied War Machine. You know, no shade to Terrence Howard, but Don Cheadle did it best. Um, and, um, oh God, I can't think of her name, that plays Natasha. Um, is it Scarlett? Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, Scarlett. Scarlett really embodied um, Natasha, aka Black Widow. She really embodied that character. She really brought it to life. Um, her and um why am i getting brain farts her and um i can't think of his name but her and oh boy that plays bruce their chemistry on screen really oh. seems natural yeah um you know because secretly it's like if you if people that watch event watch the avengers movies we can tell there is a little hidden romance in between Natasha and uh, Bruce, you know, even when he becomes the Hulk, she's like the only one that can really calm him down. Uh, but I'm excited for Black Widow. And it's, I think it's time, you know, we get to see her backstory because we've seen Iron Man, we've seen Thor's, we've seen Bruce, we've seen Captain America's, you know, so now it's, it's Natasha's turn, you know, yeah. to see her backstory. And the one other thing that really, that made me happy about this movie, other than Natasha, Rachel Wise. Mm. I have not seen her since um, Snow White and the uh, the Huntsman movie, the sequel to that one. Mm. That was the last movie I've seen her in. Other than that was, you know, the, the Mummy series. But I've always loved her. She's an amazing actress. 
you know, so it's good to see that. And there's a little bit of comedic elements in her family too, I see. That's, that's, that's going to be a cute, cute little touching uh, yeah. moment right there. I'm excited because we get to see other widows. Mm -hmm. um, and if y'all watch Agent Carter, that TV series, we did get to see um, a little bit of that because one of the characters, Dottie, was a widow. Mm. Um, so we got to see a little bit of that. So if y'all want to go back, you know, on Disney Plus, watch Agent Carter, you'll see that. We'll get to know more about the, the widow program. Um, and Rachel is, it seems like she's playing like, 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 like the Madison Lee <laughs> that we got from <laughs> Charlie's Angels. And I'm, you know, and I love Madison Lee. So I'm just like, I'm excited to see what Rachel's gonna bring as the widows. We got black widows, that, well, black women as the widows. <laughs> <laughs> some of them because we get to see like basically the, the cabal of them running around yeah I'm, I'm really excited about this movie i know people are tired of you know scarlet and i know they have their feelings about scarlet but i do appreciate i her love her widow though. so you know i know she has her stuff but yeah. i enjoy her when she give us widow i'm excited about um learning about her sister um mm -hmm. in the comics she is now in the comics that she did take over the role of Black Widow, but she's not really wasn't like her sister. You know, she was mm -hmm. kind of a villain. But this one's gonna be a little different. We'll see what happens. And and I think we've mentioned this before on the show. You know, this is before the snap. This is before all the things that happened. Yeah. And um, but we do wonder if she has an opportunity to come back because we do know that there was multiple snaps. And in order for um, Captain America to put all the the, the, the stones back that leaves things open for her to make me return. So I, yeah. I think she may pop up somewhere down the road. Oh yeah. But yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this movie, The Toys. I always see the toys, they sell out really fast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they so do. Yeah, yeah, so I'm excited for that. There, there, there's a lot of people that we will see, like the Red Guardian. There's a lot that has been, and, and we've seen some of these characters in the X-Men cartoon. If you remember, mm. um, they, when they did go over to Russia, Colossus and everything, we saw some of those characters. Yeah, I think we'll see oh, some okay. of So we'll see a little bit of mix here and there. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm also excited. I'm I'm excited for Doctor Strange and the and that that movie about the multiverses, Madness of the Multiverses. Mm. Um, because we will see Scarlet Witch, and we really got us some Scarlet Witch and Wonder Vision. Um, oh, yeah. You know, there's, there's some there's a multiverse out there. We saw a little bit of that um, in the Spider-Man movie with, with um, Mysterio, and then we saw that in Wonder Vision um, at the very last episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see this because people slept on Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange gave you a lot about the magic world, and since Marvel's going to the next phase. They really, they really are bringing in the whole magic piece. I was one of those people that kind of slept on Doctor Strange. I didn't know nothing about him until the Avengers movie. So I do, I'm actually glad that I downloaded the movie so I can go back and watch it and do my homework. Um, but I, I was kind of, I was kind of interested and amazed how they incorporated Spider-Man into the Marvel world because I mean he is Mar he is part of the Marvel franchise but to incorporate him in with the Avengers so to speak you know um because I think we did get to see we did get to see Spider-Man interact with some of the X-Men on the animated series but not so much the Avengers too much um and I think you know people are gonna hate me when I say this but I don't care 
DC has always has been trying to do what Marvel has done. And Marvel kind of had the leg up because they put, they put those movies out way before DC started doing it. And, you know, they set the, they set the tone, they set the stage for it. You know, it's, it's more successful than the DC universe. Um, but along with Black Widow, I'm excited for Loki because when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, I'm in. I, I am in. And I've always liked his character from the Thor series because um, Tom Hiddleston, he <laughs> he does such a good job playing Loki because Loki is like the annoying little brother or cousin. You just want to slap the shit around every time he opens his mouth and says something, you know, just like when Hulk beat, just throw his ass around in the first Avengers movie. <laughs> but I'm excited for that one because again, you know, Disney has been giving us, started giving us movies from the villain's perspective and um you know dating all the way back to maleficent which is still one of my favorites and it's still such an amazing movie um and now that we got cruella coming out which i'm excited for um and now we have loki so it's like okay are we gonna see more of the villain's perspective of stories you know because they're there there's books out on the villain's perspective but it's always to me it's always best when we see it visually you know because when you read a book your mind can go anywhere and create and create this whole world yourself but when you see it on screen it's like wow yeah it's just amazing so yeah i'm looking forward for loki it's going to be a lot in there there was a uh because it's going to deal with time it's going to deal with all the things because he was able to do a lot Especially when he got a hold of that, um, oh, <laughs> the tesseract. Yeah. So I'm like, he. Who knows what we go get with this series? But I'm really excited for that. And yeah. then um, we have the externals coming out. The internals. I can never say this right, but anyway, we have them coming out. The internals are coming. Um, and luckily enough, here's something I learned. You go into Dollar Tree, you will find the stickers that have all the characters of them oh. already out. Somebody posted it on Twitter and I actually, I, I, ha I haven't went to, we have a Dollar Tree down the street. I might go in there and see if they have it, but mm. it gave us an idea what they looked like in their costume. So if y'all haven't seen it, I will kind of post it on uh, through our TL on, our, on Twitter, but it was fascinating to see it. Mm. But um, these are like, they're, they were treated as gods. They're kind of named after some of the gods that we know, like Athena and and like there's Athena, set up Athena. Um, they have um, very like very big godlike powers. Um, Gemma Chan that you may remember who was in um, a Crazy Rich Asian. She was the sister. Um, she's love her. her. She's gonna be Cersei. Cersei's my favorite character. One of my favorite characters. I love her. So we're gonna see a lot um, come out of that. Angelina Jolie is in this movie. Yeah, uh, I actually have the names actually pulled. Yeah, we got Gemma Chan as Cersei. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I just, I just gotta say, I love her because she is a British Asian woman. That is something you don't see every day. Yeah. She's just, and she's just gorgeous. She is just beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god, um, Angelina Jolie, love her. Um, Richard Madison, uh, Kwame. Uh, I can't. I'm not gonna try to pronounce his last name. He's. I remember him from. Uh, the the school cop 
from uh, Fist Fight with Ice Cube. I remember from that oh. and that stupid movie with, with Issa Rae on Netflix, Love Birds. That was just a dumb movie to play. Um, he actually like has bulked up for this movie, which was like, oh, okay. And Brian Tyree Henry, who we've known from Atlanta and the Child's Play movie, him and Kwame are actually a couple in the movie, which is going to be interesting. Um, Lauren Ridloff, Selma Hayek, who is just another one who is just, bitch don't age. She does not age because she's going to be in the Hitman's wife's bodyguard playing Samuel Jackson's wife. She still looks amazing. Uh, Leah McHugh, Don Lee, Kit Harrington, and uh, Barry Cohen. So, I mean, this, this lineup is amazing. This is going to be something that is going to be well worth the wait because they have us waiting long enough because it was supposed to come out last year. But now we got to wait till this year. True. And I was at Comic-Con. I was in the room next to the room that announced them and the mm. fact that they shook our room, the, the just the cheers and the and, and all that was just enough. And I, I remember I looked at Twitter, like what just happened? And it, it was like, oh, the eternal. I was like, I was like, okay, well, we got, we see what's coming. <laughs> I am excited for this because I, I, I don't really know that much about them. So I'm gonna yeah. really talk more about them. Uh, but what I love about what the Marvel movies do, they, they, they take these characters that you don't really know a lot about and they make you care for them. They did that with uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Hell, they did that with Iron Man, because I wasn't checking for Iron Man, but they really yeah. made Iron Man somebody that you really want to see. And then sooner or later, sooner or later, we're going to get the X-Men. Yes, now let's talk about that for a second, because Eric and I, we had a really, really good discussion about this a few weeks ago. Um, the first x-men movie was good it set the it set the tone but then they kind of lost their way with the next two um x-men first class i felt was done correctly because it felt like it was like the comic books you know and it's always good to see kevin bacon play a villain because he plays an excellent villain um and we got to see um Gal Gadot, is it Gal Gadot? No, um, I can't think of his name. He was the black vampire in Twilight. He didn't last that long, but um, he was good. Um, old girl that played uh, uh, Emma Frost, she was amazing. You know, every character in there was amazing. The thing that pissed me off with X-Men was when they came to Dark Phoenix and everybody was excited for that because we got to see Phoenix's backstory. It was trash. It was done horribly and no shade to the young girl that played phoenix because we know her from game of thrones and this was supposed to be like her breakout role from game of thrones to really show that she can do something and it was awful and you know people that know me you know i have phoenix tattooed on my arm so i take that name very seriously um now that x-men has been bought by marvel and by disney Hopefully it will be done the way it's supposed to because we were saying it seems like these writers that wrote X-Men, they don't read the comic books. They don't do their homework. They don't give us the essence of X-Men. I mean, Famke Jensen playing Phoenix will always be Jean Grey. She's amazing, you know, 
uh, Hugh Jackman will always be Wolverine. Patrick Stewart will always be Professor X. Now, you may not, you may not like what I got to say. I, I love Hallie. I do. But we could have got, got somebody else to play, play uh, Storm. I'm sorry. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think a lot of people agree with you on that one. Um, I will disagree about First Class. I think First Class was... I don't think we even needed first class. To be honest with you, I was like, mm. oh. so I, why do you think we don't need it? Because it just didn't really move anything. I mean, it, it helped us understand Magneto, but we were, we were always going to get that regardless. But I yeah. feel like when we got those backstory movies, Magneto never learned his lesson. He just consistently kept doing all of... He was greedy with power. Of, of, of the foolishness. I'm like, you deserve to die today. Like, I was like, yeah. especially when we got into uh, Apocalypse, I was like, you still acting up. You ain't learned yeah. nothing from everything else. And now, that was the one movie I thought was awful. That and Days of okay. Future Past, that was awful. I, I just didn't really care for all of them to be at, at this point, because I felt like y'all had a chance to get this right again. And eh, especially when they killed um, Darwin, because Darwin cannot die that way. Yeah. Darwin adapts. Like he, in the comics, he was left on the moon. Or he was just floating out, you know, as a, he, he adapted to that that uh, environment, but he was left out there for over 20 years. So that's why I was gonna like, if this, he shouldn't have died from that, but again, and I mean, other, they do. What pissed me off was, um, we have yet to see Lalandra. We've yet to see Lalandra because in the cartoon, you know, because I'm a huge fan of the X-Men cartoon. I love that show because it really showed cartoon violence to kids. It was like more of a, it was, to me, to be honest, it was more so for adults because the action was so impactful and it went there. You know, I'm, I know you remember the final episode, Lalandra came, took Professor X to her home planet where he could live pretty much forever and be immortal. And that was the end of it. With this one, um, what was it? X-Men Last Stand, you know, Jean is killing everybody. And I hate the way she killed people because they just evaporated into like pixie dust. And she kills Professor X. And I'm like, no, he doesn't die this way. He doesn't die at all. Like, what the hell are y'all doing? Scott doesn't die? What, like, what? It's, it's ugh. Oh, God, they yeah, just fucked it, was it up, really. Uh, yeah, I remember it. I would never forget the thrill of X-Men 2 in the theater because people were literally screaming and jumping out of their seats at the ending because we, and I remember I had a friend who was like, I don't know what, why, why is everybody so, like what? She's about, because when she was about, you know, phoenixing me <laughs> and um, I was like, you don't understand what that means. That, right. I didn't watch the cartoon and I was like, oh, okay. Because yeah, everybody who watched the cartoon or yeah, that was a comic, we were all like, okay, that, they couldn't actually do Because the Phoenix, that was like a 10-part story arc. Because yeah. it was the Phoenix saga and then the Dark Phoenix saga. It was, it was like three episodes out of that arc where she was still in the coma and the Phoenix was still coming through. And every time when you hear, I am the Phoenix, that bitch would scream at the top of her lungs. Yeah. Like, we didn't get none of that. Yeah. So that's why we even get the... Not well, not in X3. We did not even get the bird signature. I mean, we got it in the we other. We get nothing. But you know, I I do believe that if if they do it, and they may they may not even touch it because they feel like it's been done already. But 
if they do touch the Phoenix, I feel like they will get it right. They're going to have to. Disney will do the outer space version. We will get Lalandra. We will get Death Bird. We will get all of that. You know, the can. We'll get all of the Shi'ar. Um, They're going to have to touch it because Phoenix is part of the X-Men regardless. Even though, and people, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. The Phoenix is an Omega X-Men. She's a level Omega. She's like, if not the most powerful X. She makes Jean to be more powerful than Magneto, more powerful than Professor X. You know, I think even more powerful than Apocalypse, if not at least right there with 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 him, because the Phoenix is an entity and it is so powerful that it can't be controlled. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But you know, with the we, I believe Marvel Disney will actually get this correct. I think we will have. You know, movies to go all through, probably until we we die. Who knows? They may go all that fire, but we are looking forward to seeing all this other stuff that is coming out because I feel like they got they they got their hands on the button. They know what to do. They know how to do it. Um, as I, as we said, Loki will be starting up in a few weeks. Um, and yeah, we'll be uh, June. Yeah, yeah, in June. Yeah, and then right after we got Black Widow. Yeah, I'm just they just. <laughs> they're, they're making sure we we get our summer filled with good content yeah. this year you know? and then further on we will have moon Knight that will have isaac uh, yes moon Knight. i'm excited for that yeah. oscar isaacs will be up in there um and he um, is just the oh oh he can oh he can do he does it for me when i saw him and um i can't think of the black guy's name from star wars uh but he he is so beautiful too he's got that most beautiful smile when you see their chemistry, and we all know they're they're pretty much gay, we know it. Uh, when we first see that chemistry, I was like, "Oh, mm, okay." And you know, <laughs> I don't do the white boys too much, but that that one, yeah, yeah. Oh, and not, he was apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, but he's not white. He's crazy. He's not white though. He's someone. He's he's a descent, but oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's gonna. We have Moon Knight coming up. We'll, they, we may get to see um, the other, you know, the other world, um, the Netflix world, actually get brought back into this with Daredevil and yeah. Jessica Jones and all this. So there's a lot that we may be. There's a lot. There's a lot. And we have um, uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss Marvel. The pictures came out today. So if y'all haven't really seen um, anything about Miss Marvel, then you can. Go on, go on Twitter, you pretty much will see it all. We've already got yep. it and everything else. So yeah, it's a lot coming. She-Hulk is coming too. So Yeah, She-Hulk. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, Disney is just doing the damn thing, you know, and I, I applaud Disney because they, they, they always have to make sure we have good content and they, at least with them, nobody can say that any Disney movie, let's just take the shows out of the equation, any Disney movie that gets put out, it's a hit. Every single Disney movie has been a hit. It has won at least one or two great, you know, Oscars. Toy Story has won so many Oscars. Um, to me, one of my favorites, I have, a, I have a lot of favorites, but one of my number one favorites is Up. You know, that I love that Disney movie because it's like a heartbreaking story, but it's also undertone story of friendship and across generation of friendships, you know. Uh, 101 Dalmatians, Snow White. I mean, the list goes on. Every movie they put out is amazing. And they've always 
you know, gone with the times, you know, when, when 3D animation came out, they did it with Toy Story, you know, and then they, you know, even with the live actions, I think the only movie that kind of fell flat for me as far as live action adaptations was um, Aladdin. That kind of fell flat for me because it didn't give us Jafar turning into the Cobra and Iago wasn't a wisecracking, smart, smart Alec bird, you know, but other than that, you know, it was a, it was an okay movie. Um, I wanted to actually uh, talk to you about um, something that is starting tomorrow and it's the end of a, an era, end of a great show. And I'm glad they're giving us two episodes tomorrow. And of course you saw the headlines about Janet Mock and what she said in her speech. I am, I'm happy, but I'm also sad that Pose is ending because that show is what we needed in the gay yeah. community. We needed that show. And I'll probably have to invite you back. We'll probably talk about that, the, the new episode. Yeah, uh, we definitely got to talk about now that. Now with Janet Mock, I'm, I'm very, dis I'll be honest, I'm very disappointed because yes, Hollywood is a mess. We know that. We know that. I'm, I'm, and bring attention to it. Always bring attention to it. But Angel should not have been subjected to that type of stuff because that's kind of abusive. That's what people, that's what an abusive relationship can be when you're telling them, you can't leave me, get up, everybody see, you know, that's, that's the type of stuff. That's the type of stuff that, you know, I think I can't help but think about, I'm not saying it's the same, but it makes me think about Ike, you know, how Ike was about Tina. Like, you can't do this. You can't leave me. You can't do mm -hmm. this. Um, Cause that's what Ike used to say to Tina. You can't leave me, yeah. you leave me, yeah. you know? And, I'm and like, it kind of shows that Janet may have been maybe a little bit insecure in, in a sense, because, you know, it, a lot of times when you mix personal and business, a lot of times it doesn't go well. And it's almost like you're sleeping with your boss. So you kind of start to expect to get a little more extra special attention than everyone else. And I mean, I applaud the fact that Angel is, you know, comfortable with his sexuality, that he is willing to openly date a transgender woman. And I mean, honestly, when I when I see a transgender woman, I, I don't see trans, I just see woman to me. And, you know, Janet is a very, you know, she's been a very powerful figure in the LGBT community. You know, she's made her stamp in Hollywood because like you said, we all know Hollywood is fucked up. Hollywood is a, is a boys club. It's a white man's game, so to speak. You know, just like the music industry, it's a boys club. You know, it's always, women have always been overlooked. And the thing that I didn't like about Janet's speech was how is it that $40,000 an episode, an episode is not enough? Girl, there are eight episodes in both seasons. You times 40,000 by 16. That's not enough for you. That's, that, that's enough for me. I, I can make that work. Yeah, there's but... a lot of debate about that. Because the people, because, you know, I think somebody was trying to compare like, well, so-and-so makes a lot of money. And I was, you can't compare actors because Janet is producing and directing. Now, I don't know what a lot of other producers or directors are making, but what I have been told, um, I do believe the girls should make get more money. I believe if not that- to be, If not, then just equal. Yeah, the girls should be making good money. Mm -hmm. they, haven't, they haven't really talked about what they make. So that's right. why I was like, okay, this is a lot right now. But 
there was a part of me that was like, okay, I need to know what everybody else is making because there are producers and directors of TV shows. We don't know what they're making. They really don't talk about that, you know, but mm -hmm. it, I was like, I, somebody did tweet this. They was like 40,000 an episode is not enough. And I'm like, a part of me was like, is that, that's more than what some people make a year. Thank you. So I a mean, part of me is like, you're getting this eight times. Also, you're getting producer and director's credit, which also brings in additional money. Um, you, 40, I had to do the number right quick. 40,000 times 16, $640,000. Yeah. Girl. Yeah, they were saying, well, so-and-so, I forget, I forget, it was, oh, they made them, they were trying to compare the Friends cast. I'm like, again, these are actors and actresses. That's different than the director and the producer. And also if you're mm -hmm. a producer, that varies. If you're an executive producer, if you're one of the producers, I think about when uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was the executive producer of Sex and the City and what she got, but she never talked about the money she was making that way. So right. therefore she- Even the Simpsons cast, you know, they've, they've got, I think what, over a million dollars per episode, you know, and they are locked into a contract to where they can't do voiceover work for any other show except The Simpsons. Um, they can act as, you know, themselves on screen, but they can't do voiceover work. Cause like Yearly Smith, she's done a guest spot a few times on like Will and Grace and Dead Like Me, but she doesn't do any character work. You know what I mean? And like you said, the money aspect they don't really talk about. And honestly, I, I mean, people can debate me if you want. A lot of times what a person makes in Hollywood really is none of our business, you know, because I feel like as long as you give me some good content to look at, I don't give a fuck how much money you make. Just give me just give me something to look at. Give me something I can relate to. Give me somebody on screen that looks like me. You know, we don't hear about how much Angela Bassett makes per episode for 911. You know, we just hear, you know, that the show is doing really well. She's she's a, one of the she should be one of the top paid actresses in Hollywood. You know, we found out Brad Pitt is like the, is the top highest paid actor in Hollywood, you know, but again, uh, I just think my thing is why did you wait till the premiere of the show to actually say something? Yeah. That kind of changes the vibe in the room. Yeah. Now some people, now there's some talk, people say this is part of the promotion of the show. Because people do little things to get you like, you know, when you, 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 pictures leak or mm -hmm. nudes leak and, you know, it's like, mm, you got a movie coming out. That's, that's interesting or so whatever. Right. And some people have said that, um, but who knows? You know, maybe Janet had a little bit too much to drink. And, <laughs> okay. And said, because what happened in that thing is what, you, what I would expect that will happen in any Brian Murphy episode. I mean, Ryan, Brian Murphy. Brian, Brian Murphy. Yeah, Brian Murphy. Oh, like that's 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 the type of scene that you see in those shows, um, but I do hope that Janet reflects on what she said, uh, just because again that brought an angel and that was very very reckless how that how angel was treated. I do believe yes, if you deserve to get paid more, do that. But I have to question and and, and no shade to Pose, no shade to Pose, but you cannot compare Pose to shows like The Simpsons or whatever, because those are different, those are different, you know. It's different genres. Different genres, but also some shows just, 
bring are more big, like bigger in pop culture. And you know, if they yeah. bring more money, of course they're gonna get more. Sex in the city was that was a big pop culture thing. Post is is getting to that level, but not yeah, exactly. There. Yeah, it's not there to where you can you can get more money. You have to kind of get to a level where it's like, oh, okay, you know, like Lemon Single first first season was different. Then when we got when they were getting into their bag, yeah, they were getting more money. So yeah. you know, a part of me is like, you know, let's let's, you know. My fear is I feel like Jenna may have talked her way out of another bag because, you know, people don't be working with folks if they consider problematic. And then yeah. it's already tough for Black people, Black trans people to get up in this industry. Don't make it, that's why our partner's like, don't make it tough for anybody else. Exactly. Be mindful that, yes, you have, you have paved the way. Exactly. But you need to be smart about that road that you just made, because what you may have done is slam, you may have just cracked that that street where people can't go down without hitting piles. And she should also, um, uh, she should also take note from Monique because all it takes is one bad press and you will be blackballed from Hollywood and for her in her stature, she can't afford to lose that status because, you know, she's broke so many barriers behind the scenes. You know, she kind of paved the way for like, you know, Laverne Cox and, and the wonderful women of Pose, you know, and hopefully this doesn't hinder her too much, but I think it's going to hinder her greatly. And, you know, and I always say, don't, don't give the blog something to talk about at least in that aspect. And I'm sure, um, I mean, I love, I love my Aunt Wendy, but I'm sure this is gonna be something for Wendy to talk about come Monday. And, um, you know, and I'm sure Wendy's gonna, Wendy probably not shade her too much, but I think she's gonna let her know, you know, as a black woman in Hollywood and in the entertainment industry, yeah, this can hinder you a lot because as much as Wendy puts her foot in her mouth, sometimes she does spit facts and she does, she does speak, speaks knowledge because she knows, cause she's been there, you know, as a black woman in radio and in, in the music industry, you know, it's it, being in the music industry and radio industry is the same thing as being in Hollywood, because again, it's a boys club. Women are overlooked. They don't get paid as much. They're not equal to men, you know, which sucks. So, I mean, we'll have to see how it's going to play out in the coming weeks. But like you said, it could be a promo stunt, you know, for the show because it's ending. Um, but I mean, we'll have to wait and see. And I'm just overall, I'm just excited for the new season, even though it's the final season, but I'm excited for it, you know, and one of my friends, he, he sent me a screenshot. He bought the, the season pass on iTunes for season three already. And, uh, you know, actually I want to, want to give him a little shout out. Actually this shirt right here I've worn before, uh, Oh, hang on, y'all. Y'all know my ankle a little fucked up, so give me a second. Um, this shirt is a friend of mine. Uh, he is a CEO and creator of Carson's Corner with two Ks. So he makes like Power Ranger merch. He's got Golden Girls, Different World, and even the back. As you see, you know we've got the Black Cycle Ranger and the Black uh, Space Ranger. And then on the, on the back, you kind of see, you know the same thing, but in a different way. So, you know, he's got tons of other merch. I definitely highly recommend everybody go check him out. He's, he's got, um, 
like I said, Golden Girls, Different World, King of the Hill, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon. And he, he does it all from t-shirts to underwear, socks, duffel bags, backpacks, shoes. It's amazing. It's amazing. And he's black. So that's the other thing. This year, it's all about support black owned businesses. Yeah. And that's what we have to keep doing. Great. So we'll, well see. You know, I'm looking forward to see what Pose is going to give us the last year. And, you know, yeah. hopefully Janet, you know, I, I, I don't wish that thing ill for Janet. I, I just hope Janet takes that moment to just reflect. And reflect. Yeah, exactly. And, and reflect because that was a little, that was messy and we did not need that. Um, and like you said, it, it could have been a little bit of the sauce, you yeah, know. You know, it happens, you know, you have a little bit to drink, you got something to say. But <laughs> you have to keep it professional. And even when you brought up Wendy, Wendy is at a place where she could do that. Mm-hmm. Right because she has the power to play around you know Wendy can do whatever she can and it won't it, it will hit but it won't stick Janet mm-hmm. has to earn that and continue she has to build that up to where it's like it it can hit but won't stick if mm-hmm. you're too fresh It's, it's, it's over. So I really yeah. hope this does not hurt Janet because Janet has a lot of talent and a lot mm-hmm. to give us. And I want more from Janet, of course. But I just really hope. And you know, the funny thing is, this could happen to any of us. If we all happen to get famous or we all happen to start working in a field like that, it may hit us differently too. So we, we, let's not go too far out there. We may get, you know, out to a point where we're just saying stuff too. But you have to. But one thing I will keep in mind is like, I have to remember this is my career and people around me. It's bigger than me because it's yeah. it's affecting the people that are working with me, who trust me, who believe in me, and who mm-hmm. is dependent on the content I'm giving. So that's why I really hope that Janet takes that time to just reflect. And I hope you know her and Angel are talking or going to counseling mm-hmm. or whatever it is need to be done because Angel did not deserve that. No, no. Hopefully we'll see. And you know, like you said, I always I always say on my show, when I talk about something and I'm being messy about something, at least I make sure I have the facts to back it up. You know, I have the story that it came from and it's a reliable source that it came from. You know. And like you said, when you get famous, you you're 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 under a microscope. You're under a microscope. They're looking at you. And a lot of people, as much as they're wanting you to rise, there are people that are waiting for you to have that one little slip and they're going to take and run with it. You know? Sure. So we'll see. We will see. Hopefully she will tweet out an apology or something. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. But like you said, I'm, I'm excited for this new season as well. Um, I'm ready for the tears because they are going to happen. And um, especially that, I think that final episode is really going to have us just bawling like babies. And um, I read that um, Pose is not officially done with Candy yet, they said. So we'll have to see what that means. You know, maybe we will get a little bit more flashback with Candy. Um, But from what I do know, we will get to see Electra's backstory. Um, I think that's one story we've all been waiting on because we've seen Blancas. We've got to see Damon's in the first season. Um, we got to see a little bit of Prey. And we haven't seen Angel's backstory. We haven't seen hers yet. Um, but um, also, I know you know, um, Jack A is going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm excited to see whose mom or aunt is she gonna play, mm. you know? Cause I'm hoping it's with Electra cause she, she's sassy just like Electra anyway. So we'll see. <laughs> we will see. Well, that, <laughs> that is our show this week. Um, AJ, tell everybody where they can find you on the social medias. So you can actually find uh, the links to my podcast, which is on uh, Google, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, you can find it on my link tree, uh, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Velvet Rope. You will see all the platforms that I'm on, uh, Stitcher, Anchor, um, and soon starting June 18th is when the season three premieres. We will be virtual live Facebook and YouTube simultaneously as well as for your listening ears and the first episode is going to be fun it's going to be amazing we're going to recap what's been going on this year and also what's to come so you know it's going to be fun because we got a lot of stories that happened so far before the summer even hit so we're going to talk about a lot and the summer is coming Mm -hmm. Um, well you can always find Megashing we're also on the same you know platforms we're all over social media um, you can find us there. Nick and I are also on Twitter, Instagram. So look us up. And that's, yeah, that's about it. So thank you, AJ, for joining us today and talking thank and giving you. us a peek. And we will see y'all soon.